Hello, affirmations. <laughs> Hola. Uh, it is um, Sunday. Sunday. I was about to. I actually went to go into. It's affirmation. It is affirmation Sunday. However, it's also podcast filming day. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. We've been very busy bees. Mm. Yeah, sometimes that just happens, doesn't it? I haven't even been able to string a proper sentence together these last two weeks, so I don't think if we'd filmed a podcast it would have been very <laughs> interesting. But we're here now, nonetheless. Yeah, it's and so that's it. what matters. Um, so, today we're going to be talking about masturbation, <laughs> wanking. And porn. And porn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for some people we'll say that just goes hand in hand. What? <laughs> Get it? No. <laughs> I didn't um, no, like, <laughs> that's not funny though, because that's dick in hand. <laughs> I thought you meant like you, you intertwine okay, hand your, in hand. your hand. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it actually was funny. Um, I thought it was as I was about to say, it, and then as I said, it, I was like, that's not actually that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought this would be a good topic to do because i just think there's a lot of shame around masturbation especially for women Mm -hmm. and especially as you're going through puberty and you are kind of discovering your body and you're kind of like you know something feels good and you're experimenting but but i for me definitely my parents did not talk to me about anything like that and like there was always shame at school guys would be like oh do you masturbate and or like do you finger yourself and then and then just by being asked that in a way which they're trying to embarrass you then puts like more shame on on things i mean it's interesting to just talk about isn't it yeah but also like if you're young and you're like exploring your body like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and like going back to school and stuff it's it's crazy how you're kind of taught even though it is really brief that men pleasure themselves Mm. and that's fine but but you never ever i mean i can't speak for schools now but i highly doubt it you never get told about women women. doing it as well yeah or get taught about vibrators or sex toys or how or yeah and i think also that can lead to just really dangerous circumstances especially for women that then end up like getting into sexual relationships and they've never even done it themselves they don't know what they feel comfortable with they don't they then have shame around it like i like younger is you would almost be scared to say what you like because then in my head anyway i'd be like oh yeah but like if i say i like this or or, can you do this but then what if i can't then finish and then then like they'll think there's something wrong with me and then actually it's like it doesn't it doesn't matter and there's nothing whereas like for guys it's doesn't really even go through their head they just do what they like or they say oh can you do this i like that i obviously can't speak for every single guy (laughs) but i just there's definitely that well there's that the o gap like people actually talk the orgasm gap or yeah it's like getting more and more of a thing and there's a book about it as well and it's about the gap between men and women and their like orgasming and reaching orgasm what is the gap though well how for men it's like pretty much every time you have sex they reach orgasm whereas for women that have sex with men it's really low Mm. uh, compared to when they self-pleasure or compared to when 
like women having sex with women. Yeah. Which means that it's not about us, because I think you can get in your head a lot, oh, maybe it's just me. Which, mm. to a degree, it, it can be, because if you're getting in your head too much, you're not going to be able to finish. Even if yeah. they are doing everything, even if you're self-pleasuring mm. and you're in your head, yeah. or you're thinking about other things, or you're stressing about something, you're not going to reach orgasm or it's going to take you way longer. Mm. But also it's about the communication and that's where shame comes in as well. Women won't communicate what they like yeah. again so they won't reach climax or guys aren't listening. Yeah. I mean, it can be a combination of, of <laughs> yeah. all three. Do you know what I mean? But I think this is why it's so important to, to, to have things like this where people are openly talking about yeah. it so that actually you think, oh... It isn't as Yeah, and I think as well, like, you said you haven't watched it, but Sex Education on Netflix, Mm. I think that's so good because you watch it and it's like a a drama series Mm. or whatever, but it's so informative and, like, reassuring as well. Um, And I just think it's so good because everyone watches it. Mm. Like, whatever age you are, really, you're on Netflix, aren't Mm. you? And it's just so good that they've, integrated actual education yeah like, properly like i was watching an episode and it was all about like vulvas mm, and how really? they're all like different and yeah because i didn't know that yeah. i didn't know that and i was like oh is there something wrong with me like does it like is mine yeah. bad or or and it's like what's normal yeah and there and isn't really a talking about um like being too in your head like in sex or anything really this girl was saying that she can't get into it with her boyfriend because she's so worried about how her like vulva looks and everything Mm. um and then (laughs) basically this boy's mum is like a sex therapist Mm. yeah i've seen it a bit i've seen like bits and pieces yeah and she was just chatting to this girl and then she showed her this website and i think it's an actual website and it's called like all vulvas are beautiful Mm. and there's just loads of different ones and then this girl started baking cupcakes. And they oh. all had different, like, vulvas and, like, some that's had cubes. Yeah. And, like, one had a tampon string. Yeah, like, that's so yeah. sick. Oh, I love that. Yeah, honestly, you should watch it. And also Big Mouth, like, Big Mouth is more, like, comedy. Mm. But it follows, like, early teens. Mm. And everyone getting those, like, desires and, like, urges and then feeling shame. But you shouldn't feel, feel shame. shame around it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good that those things are, like, getting out there. Yeah, reaching those audiences. That Yeah, I think that's amazing. Yeah. I think that's so amazing. I don't even really remember getting taught much about anything, to be honest, like, no, sex-wise. wear a condom and sperm and egg make a baby. That's about it. Yeah, and I remember, like, being in, um, what's it, primary school and them just talking about periods and that you yeah. get discharged throughout the month. But even things like that. No, I was going to say, I like, don't even remember learning see, that. See, I vividly remember that because then we got a box with, like, tampons and pads and, like, no one wanted to, like, carry it around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember that. I yeah, don't. I remember that. But um, but even things like that, oh, God, we could do a whole other episode yeah, about that because sure. I could go into the changes in your discharge and that is completely normal and, like, mm. things like that. Um, especially from like for using. Day. yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> so on the topic of self-discovery and masturbation and stigma and mm. shame, just the whole thing. Yeah, basically the whole podcast <laughs> on all those topics yeah. <laughs> is sex toys because I didn't feel comfortable talking about 
um, vibrators and stuff until I moved out. Mm. And I <laughs> I ordered some off Ann Summers. And then I said to my housemate, I was like, can you come with me to get them? Mm. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get my first vibrator till literally I was 20, nearly 20. Yeah. Which I think is... Matt, like, I know some people, like, their parents will get them vibrators mm. when they're younger, which I I think is very controversial, but I do think that's good because it it gives you, it normalises it yeah, for women. for sure. And it also gives you that opportunity to explore what you like and you don't like, and also it's safer. You're not, mm. if you're self-pleasuring, and then you, you're not just going out and looking to have sex when you're, you're almost like not ready your brain's not ready your body could be ready in the sense where like you're getting the hormones you want the feeling and stuff but psycho psychologically Mm. you're kind of you're still very vulnerable yeah and i think i think like that's not really like good (laughs) do you know yeah i I think that's really helpful yeah but it's just a shame because obviously it's so seen as taboo that yeah. more of that doesn't happen so i've come from a family where like when we're not like open i guess like graphically open or whatever but we are all quite comfortable like i'll go in and summers with my mum really see i couldn't do that with my like well <laughs> i don't talk to my mum but like if <laughs> i was yeah like yeah like i don't know it's that's just my mum and dad have both been very open about mm. things like that. Like, we never got the birds and the bees talk, but I think that is because it, not sex itself, but it was just... Open, so, like, yeah. there, there wasn't that need to be, like, right, today yeah. we're going to talk about sex. Exactly. I think that actually makes it more uncomfortable and more yeah stressful and on the parent and the child, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? And then the child's not going to listen. Yeah. Um, But... Because some of them are mad. I find it really funny that you'll get, like, massive dicks, but they'll be, like, pink and sparkly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dick, but make it pretty. (laughs) Yeah, and some of them are just, like... uh, Like, you'd look at it and be like, how does that work? Yeah. It clearly does, but... Yeah, do you know... Yeah, do you know one I really want to try is um, those... the egg one? (laughs) I don't know. No, it's like the one which has like the suction that suctions <gasps> on your clip. Yeah. I have heard so many people like rave about yeah. how amazing they are. Like one woman was like, I don't think my husband's ever seen my face go like that. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd seen them about a bit, but I was always a bit like, you're putting a tiny hoover there. But then <laughs> only in the past few months, I've noticed it. They're more like on, on yeah. TikTok or something. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, wow, okay. Is this, is this, is this like a thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But they are expensive. That's the only thing yeah. that I find is annoying. I get it because obviously, like, there's loads of different modes and mm. the battery life. And so like, it is like a piece of technology. But also, I'm like, come on, like. <laughs> but then again, you can get sex toys that are way cheaper. But oh, I got one on sale so annoying like it stopped doing it recently which is good but if you put pressure on like one side a bit too much and it wasn't even near the button it would just turn off oh, so wow. like you'd just be about to climax oh, or something no. and just, like turn off and you're like 
what the fuck? Like, that's I was actually going to say rude. Buzzkill, but that literally is. is. <laughs> and then it ran out of battery, and for ages I didn't have it. I finally found it. It's like the most awkward sized battery. It wasn't like a AAA. It was like short and fat oh, almost. Like, why? Why? Yeah, mine takes a watch battery. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, and they ran out so fast. A few sessions with that yeah. and they're just done. Oh, yeah, one of them takes watch batteries. The other one's rechargeable. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I finally found a battery for it again. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. <laughs> turn it on and it's like like it's about to die and i was like are you fucking having a laugh i'd waited gone so long without it and i was so hyped and i was like what the actual fuck and i started i was like what the fuck like whacking it i'm not joking it went from like to like me <laughs> and i was like holy shit it's got a new lease of life i was like i don't know what i've done but Thank you. I'm a bit excited. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it mental, though, how there's so many shops and websites for sex toys, and, like, a lot of it is, like, clips them. But, like, like, going back to what we said, it's so... People feel so, like, embarrassed to talk about it. But, Mm. like, there's so many things out there. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like i just i just kind of thought about how there's like the big ones like and summers and love honey but then there's independent ones and stuff as well it's like and also how there's that pressure for uh women to finish without clip stimulation yeah. even though it's literally a known thing that the majority of women have to have clitoral and penetration or or clip just clitoral yeah. alone to then finish yeah and i think i know people have been like men have felt threatened by you using a vibrator or like yeah or like i've even had i've even had it where i've been speaking to like one of my male friends and i've said something about wanking and he's turned around and been like you wank you wank uh yes like like it was some crazy thing that a female would wank and this is what i think this is why it's just so deeply rooted and in shame and why it's so taboo because people aren't educated yeah but then it's like well it's not their fault the yeah. education system failed us our parents it's been generations have passed on about shame and that sex is mostly for men and the women almost just there to yeah. so it's i get it i get why but this is why it needs to change because mm. it's just it's like it is mad and like on that kind of topic of one thing for men another thing for women um is porn mm. like men you, you, you kind of just accept the fact that men, men are just gonna watch it, yeah. porn but then as soon well not as soon as but like i've spoken to some of my friends and then they're like yeah i watch porn and i'm like oh okay yeah so do I yeah not yeah. all the time but sometimes well it should just be more talked about less yeah. taboo it should just yeah. be less taboo yeah because yeah because i i didn't really ever really watch porn but i don't know i think a younger you just feel a bit like oh my god what is this like if you yeah. like even had sex it's like it's, it's quite scary almost like scary it's as well yeah but i think i 
Oh, I watched it a little, like the few times, but to be honest, I kind, I, I just didn't like it. Yeah, I that's just, fair it's not for everyone. yeah, that's like okay. it was like I, and I could tell I, and this, yeah, I could actually tell that when I actually was watching it, it was because I hadn't been with anyone for eight, like for like the longest time I had since I first ever had a boyfriend kind of thing. Yeah. So it was like fueled by being alone. Yeah. More than just like, oh, I want to discuss. And then after a few times, I was like, this just doesn't feel good. Like mm. afterwards, yeah. I know multiple people that you, they finish and then they're like, just want to die <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. I um, I think I've got a bit of a weird um, way that I, I think I've spoken to you about this before. Because... The, the quote normal way to watch porn is you touch yourself whilst yeah I can't do that I feel, oh really I feel so like me personally I just feel gross mm. I feel like I'm invading someone's privacy yeah, or something yeah so like I'll watch it for a bit and then turn it off and then go do my thing oh so yeah. you almost like use it to just get aroused more than actually yeah. like like because I think a lot of people will fantasize that they are the other person or something yeah Yeah. that's really interesting (laughs) I guess yeah yeah well I mean it is actually I've uh I uh have got some facts yeah because it it can actually be really bad for your mental health yeah Uh, because like I said that's why I watched it like a few times and I thought this it just didn't sit right with me because I knew that it was more based on like not having anyone almost yeah. and it and there it oh my god words <laughs> so basically it can escalate depression because it can so it's saying pornography behaves like an addictive substance by temporary mar- temporarily masking feelings of pain loneliness and even depression whilst doing it but then obviously you're like oh, i feel like shit or i feel lonely yeah i'm gonna have a wank and watch porn but then as soon as it's done you suddenly have that drop again yeah you're still lonely or you're still mm-hmm. depressed and then it gets into a cycle and then also there's so much shame or taboo around watching porn that yeah. you then don't want to uh or i could well i <laughs> haven't had this like personally but like like i can imagine someone then not wanting to talk about oh this is going on for me because yeah. of that shame or embarrassment, like um, it can increase isolation because then you just, when you're feeling isolated, you just have a wank instead, and then you yeah. just that again that cycle. It can turn like um, alcohol or drugs, like yeah. a momentary high. Yeah, and then you depend on it, and then you realise it, and then there's that shame around. Yeah, well, it's exactly that, <laughs> and it can hurt relationships as well if they're Mm -hmm. if you're then going to porn instead of being intimate with your partner or like some people don't like their partner watching porn um or like if you're just like addicted to it it can also like if you're in a relationship there's false expectations of Mm. how it looks when you're having sex noises positions how much people are coming like squirting not squirting Mm. like Things like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that can really hurt. Especially when you're younger and maybe you're mm. using that as... Yeah, the guide to what sex is yeah. like. There's a really good song about people using porn as sex ed, basically. Mm. And it's called Sex Education. 
mm. one thing blues and everyone should listen to it. it's very very good oh really and it it follows like a girl that is doing all these things that she's seen in porn with a guy who's doing all this and it's mm. just an awful time yeah and then they're both and then it's all about how the schools have kind of failed yeah it's because the teachers are teaching sex ed with a pop-up book or something yeah <laughs> like, yeah because it is true and i think for me as well um sex is it's like a like growing up not growing up like young but like like when you suddenly start having sex with people or you're masturbating it was all goal orientated like to get to that orgasm Mm -hmm. which meant you weren't really fully in it and enjoying it or there was you weren't enjoying it because you're thinking oh is this gonna make me come oh how long will i take oh like and for guys i think it's i need to hold off oh if this feels good like do you know what i mean and then for women it's oh god does this feel good because i need to hurry up Mm. and i think one way to help combat that personally what's really helped with me was i went celibate for like half a year yeah like an act like an actively chose to go celibate like not just didn't have sex Mm. um and then when i was self-pleasure i wouldn't be so much thinking about reaching orgasm it was more actually just enjoying it Mm. and i'd manifest I'd, I'd manifest whilst, like, um, having a wank yeah. and kind of things. And and so it became more actually just about self-pleasure more than, a, like, sexually just trying to yeah. have an orgasm. And if you're in your, in your sex life, if you're finding yourself, like, stuck in that and, and not fully enjoying it or not being able to be present because you're worrying whether you're going to, orgasm or not i would recommend start masturbating mm. or or talking to us thinking about it well how do you masturbate do you masturbate at all yeah and if you do how do you approach it and if you're like i said if you're approaching it as just to get to the end goal mm. switch it up yeah start just touching yourself non-sexually just to see what feels nice your collarbones the inside of your elbow your thighs up your up like the sides of your torso these are all points that that um give pleasure without it actually being like sexual yeah um so yeah i would would highly recommend doing that because that yeah can can really help and communication with your partner um and just not being like touch touched mm. in general and just like that bond is so much more in my opinion anyway important yeah those things and i always i say that foreplay starts when sex ends so like as soon as sex ends that's it foreplay starting again like i find a lot of people fall into the trap of just doing foreplay or just touching their partner when they want to initiate sex mm. which leads to less sex not as good sex because then your other your partner is like oh you only want me when you actually want something whereas for me it's about flirt like you're still flirting Mm. like stroking their back as you walk past them like saying how they look good or like using all those love languages especially like learning your partner's love language Mm. and then like doing those certain things if there's an act of service like helping out uh, like in the house or going and getting them something mm-hmm. that they need and it's like um getting them a, like a little gift like yeah. a little sexy gift or <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah just figuring out your partner's love language and then starting 
just little things. It doesn't. You don't need to be constantly like super horny. That's <laughs> not what it's about. Yeah. But it's about keeping that like spark alive mm. and that like romance alive and and touching romance. your partner and not wanting it to lead to sex yeah. there and then. I think that's a massive thing that can help intimacy. I read something that said it takes like a woman like a minimum, or, like on average. Of like 15 20 minutes 20 minutes yeah. to start getting like aroused yeah stuff. and that it's like to become fully aroused because your vaginal vaginal canal gets longer yeah. and your I vulva know. gets bigger your yeah. clit erects and it's just crazy to think like some people just jump straight, straight in, in. <laughs> literally yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas like if you're just like messing around and just do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you're already one step there and then like it doesn't just feel so like, are we going to have sex now? Let's do some foreplay kind of thing. Yeah. It just flows. It mm-hmm. just flows. Um, Speaking of which, kind of bringing it a little bit back round to porn, what's your opinion on a partner watching it? Because mm. you said that you've got a controversy. Yeah, well, I, I would assume from... Well, it might not be controversial. People might feel like this a lot. But personally, I have never felt a certain type of way about my partner watching porn. I would never, I've never got the feeling of being pissed off. I don't see it as a form of cheating yeah, uh, no. or betrayal mm. or unless it's like a, a, you like call them up and you're doing like FaceTime, like one-to-one yeah. thing. But like going on Pornhub or, or porn website and clicking on a video... <laughs> I don't see any problem with it. Yeah, um, I'm the exact same. I think the only time I would have an issue with it would be if it was affecting our relationship yeah. or then they were having unhealthy like um, expectations of things I should do. Yeah. But unless it was like negatively impacting us. Mm. But if they just want to watch porn to have a wank, be my guess. literally do not mind yeah. at all. Well, it'd be hypocritical of me if i turned around and was mm. like i don't like it because i do it yeah and it's it's normal mm. and most people do watch it i i used to have like an issue with it but that it was a me issue it wasn't i didn't care whether my partner was watching it but i used to be really insecure mm. so then i would never watch it because i was like i don't look like that or like i don't do mm. that but it, it was never a I feel uncomfortable with my partner watching that. Yeah. I've literally never thought that in my life. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I just think it's just like another form of entertainment. And where does it end then? What about when there's a sex scene on TV and the girl's got her boobs out yeah. or you see the man's butt as he's like going like yeah. going in like where does it end? Cuz yeah. that that is like a soft porn mm. kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, that's my view on it, I guess. And as long as, like, you know, you can, you know that porn isn't real mm. and you can kind of separate mm. that. There's no expectation or pressure to recreate yeah. stuff that you've, like, like, you can be inspired by things that you've seen. Yeah, and be like, like, oh, I want to try that. Yeah. Let's dabble in that. Or that looks like a fun position. But being able to actually separate and know that porn is like you said like entertainment yeah it's not uh, yeah. like real life yeah i think as long as you communicate that then that's yeah fine. i think yeah that's what it is it's communication setting boundaries and as long as it stays 
healthy yeah. everything in moderation as well like mm-hmm. if my partner ended up or if i like whoever was watching porn if one of us ended up then just going to porn every time they wanted to be intimate yeah like that like yeah when it starts filtering negatively yeah. into a relationship then i could understand that but yeah i've just yeah because some couples watch porn together mm. and if you could do that great yeah. why not try it if you're both into the idea yeah. like, I, it doesn't have to be something separate either yeah like, and i don't think people should be shamed for that either yeah because i think there is so much shame around things like that anything that's not seen as like normal <laughs> yeah there's just shame around yeah. and people have so many opinions on what's normal or what's not normal and i think if you're one if you're like that in your head oh well, that's not that's weird mm. oh don't why would you like that that's no like yeah then also what are you telling yourself Mm. kind of thing then do you find you can't communicate your needs in the bedroom yeah because it's like when one finger's pointing you've got three fingers pointing at yourself so if you're shaming someone for something they like what are you that's internal because you're then shaming yourself but um yeah like and if you're finding you're doing that or like if someone's bringing up about sex or masturbation or things they like and you're thinking in your head like that's weird or that's like or like shaming them mm. for something that isn't as long as it's not hurting anyone obviously yeah. if someone's saying something that sounds quite concerning that's a whole different story but if they're just like oh yeah like piss play or i like it rough or i like this or bondage, bondage or and you're thinking to yourself Ew, why would you like that yeah it's time to to get some self-awareness and really dig deep into why you're feeling that way because that means there's some shame you're holding on within and that probably means you best get yourself to the bedroom <laughs> to start exploring without shame. Yeah. And and see what you like. But um, I actually, <laughs> I remember like I went through a phase where I really thought my house was haunted. And I actually think it was, but I saged the house and then like weird things stopped happening. <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> But at that point... This house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At that point, every time I went to go have a wank, I'd go, if there is any ghosts in here, now please <laughs> <That's> so- leave. <laughs> That's so funny. Before I had a wank, or like, if I started, I'd think, oh my God, what if there's a ghost in here? And I'd have to sort of like, ghost, get out if you're in here. And then go- <laughs> <laughs> I had this really irrational, like... Um, I don't know if it's a fear, but I started thinking that there could be just hidden cameras like in my bedroom yeah. where I know there's no cameras. I thought there was one in there on my fire alarm when I first moved in. And I was up there with my flashlight like, hmm, is there a reflection? <laughs> but like in my room where I've been for like a year yeah. now, I think I'd know if there was like a camera or something. Yeah. Like I'm always rearranging my room. But I would still get a bit like... What if someone was watching me? Yeah. And I'll like close my laptop, put my phone face down. Yeah, I do that. Or like if my phone's near me, I won't like... I'll usually move it further away because I'm like, well, face recognition turns (laughs) on and then like somehow I got onto like live on Instagram. (laughs) I thought that before. Oh my God, I've got an embarrassing thing. (laughs) This one time I was watching porn and I had my earphones in and I was like, this is so quiet no <laughs> i'm turning the volume like 
full up and it's muffled. And it's only when I take my headphones off, they were plugged into my phone. <laughs> and I'm just sort of blaring like porn. <laughs> was it well like is that when you're living with your uni students? No, this was at my, my no, family home. No, like, was anyone problems. in? Uh yeah. <laughs> <They were laughs> you think those walls are a bit stronger, aren't <laughs> they? They're not they're like, oh my god. The doors were like paper. Yeah. Well, I mean, even so everyone watches I porn. know but yeah but also we all watch it but I don't know like don't hear it's it, just like... funny though it's just... oh sorry it's just one of those videos you click on and it's is they just making porn noises like a similar thing happened to me the other day it wasn't porn related or anything yeah but my sister's got like speakers throughout the house that you can connect yeah. to and I was just watching TikToks and I was like, why? I was in the bath. I was like, why is this so quiet? I had it up full and then I opened the door because I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I'm just block playing TikToks at a full bowl around the house. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that could get a bit uh, dangerous. See, earlier in the podcast, I mentioned about how when I went celibate and like learning how to self-pleasure and not just get to an orgasm and stuff. Mm. And then from that, I figured out what I liked and what I didn't and I would and because also I would like manifest I would still be very present and I wouldn't be thinking about loads of other things mm. um just about like one specific thing about like because basically when you're manif- when you're like self-pleasuring and you're orgasming that's like when you're like with your your higher self you don't have any like limiting beliefs you don't have any of that because you just feel so great so that's why it's so powerful to manifest then yeah because it's like so pure and also it's like um i like to describe it as almost like you're go you're in mario kart and you drive over <laughs> one of those energy things and oh, then it yeah. just shoots your manifestation uh like that <laughs> because also they say like like your sexual energy is your most powerful energy there is mm. it's it's what creates life yeah so if you're wanting to get something in life manifesting through self-pleasure and orgasm mm. it's like you're creating that you're literally creating it so you're like creating life but not physical life yeah kind of thing but you're like creating your dreams to come true and yeah. stuff um but yeah so that's not even where I was going to go with that. But <laughs> then it just started, I just started saying it. Uh, is that, but because of that, and I would just like masturbate. And I would, I I healed that relationship with masturbation where I didn't see masturbation as a less than to sex. Yeah. Because for years I would see you having a wank as, oh, well, I can't have any sex. I can't get any. Or I'm like, right. not having sex. So I'll have to have a wank. Yeah. And so that then caused more shame and also it just felt a bit shit and when I actually healed that relationship with it and saw it as just an equal that I just was having sex with myself I wasn't and it can still feel great and stuff I literally had the best sex of my life like like literally it was amazing and I would literally say that was the best sex I've had in my life and then because of that and because I healed my relationship with it because I then learned more what I like because I felt less shame around it then with my partner now i've had the best sex in my life mm. with him because oh, so because cool. i've healed that relationship yeah it was mad though because i remember like rolling over being like oh my god <laughs> like shocked and i was like oh that trumps it now that's the that's the best sex I've had. 
<laughs> but so yeah, cool, I just oh, yeah, so spiritual. And yeah, but it's not just spiritual. It's just about being like In healing. Oh, yeah, I I realized that that there was something I needed to heal within myself. Yeah. And because I healed it, and you know, like like more self-discovery and and had less shame around it i was able to communicate what i liked in the bedroom Mm. i also knew what i liked in the bedroom to communicate it yeah do you know what i mean but also i had a loving caring partner where i felt safe yeah with them as well like that that comes into it too um where i didn't feel they would shame me or or anything um and then just like all of that together and also really actually being genuinely like really in love with them like having that deep connection with them yeah um just all of it intertwined just yeah led to the best sex ever so i <laughs> don't know i guess you can take what you want from that <laughs> and you've been on this like big journey of healing yeah. haven't you so it is really interesting to hear how yeah. that has like spilled into other things in your yeah. life as well oh yeah for sure like i was definitely not like this a year ago or and yeah. i just kind of saw sex as like sex yeah whereas now i see it as like you're connecting with that person like mm. your souls are like bonding and it's more than just what feels good it's about being like intimate and... yeah you know what i f- like find always just fills my heart so much during sex it's just like a little eye contact and then like a yeah. little like giggle i'm always like oh God, yeah yeah and that's another thing that it's like are you having sex with people and then but not being able to like talk about it afterwards or like not being able to have eye contact yeah is there that like it does affect it Mm. it's like you're just kind of fucking yeah i was literally just about to say that like and if you can't even talk to the person you're having sex with like maybe like I don't know, I feel like that should be a bit eye-opening. Like, is there some questions? Like, are you having sex with the right person? Or, like, are you intimate enough? Where, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, why are we, what are your reasons behind sex then? Mm. Are they actually... Is it actually feeling good? I'm not shaming people that just have sex to have sex, but if you're then kind of feeling a bit shit about it afterwards, like, maybe actually dig a bit deeper yeah. kind of thing. Ask those, those vulnerable questions that might be quite hard to hear why are you wanting to just have sex yeah or why are you just aimlessly wanking why are you going to porn when you just feel sad like is there a deeper root cause to this and if so like become self-aware about it but also like treat yourself with compassion because these things can be difficult to face Mm. kind of thing and if you you know like if you're shame if you're then putting more shame on yourself yeah to that it's not going to get any better and it's and it's okay to talk about it as well yeah yeah everyone well again not everyone but most people have sex yeah and have been conscious in sex not conscious like (laughs) (laughs) self-conscious i'm hoping everyone like yeah have you seen the ad where it's like if they don't want the tea or if you make them a tea and then they're unconscious don't give them the tea thing yeah and it's just it's helped me a lot talking about it with partners and friends yeah like and like i said my my mum's open so i talk to my mum about some things and just talking about things has made my 
entire perception on everything changed mm. like for the better and i don't really i mean I, I wouldn't say i get conscious but i don't it it doesn't uh take control mm. like sometimes i'll be like oh i'm a bit conscious like that can we change position and it's fine because mm. you've communicated and mm. it's fine yeah but yeah just i've found communicating is like the best thing yeah <laughs> well in if this is this is like life advice not even just through sex but if if you're feeling like shame around something can we like talking about it mm-hmm. especially when it's not something to not feel shameful about yeah talking about it completely takes this power away because shame thrives in secrecy and do you know what i mean yeah. and so if you're feeling like oh god i can't talk about that it's just feeding it even more mm-hmm. so if you feel like like you want to try something but then you feel shame around it but there's no reason to feel shame around it actually opening up the conversation and especially with a friend maybe yeah. you're not kind of quite ready to tell your partner yeah um, or maybe they're a new partner but then just talking about it openly to friends that mm. you know wouldn't shame you yeah can be really helpful so that then actually you're like oh yeah no th- this is fine <laughs> yeah it's just like there's just the patriarchy and the misogynist <laughs> like misogyny of the world is shaming me for this <laughs> And actually, there's nothing to be shameful of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you have a lovely week. Go have a wank now. Mm. If you've never had a wank, give it a go. Start it's just self-exploring. Yeah. Just start touching your body, see what feels nice. There's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of or feel ashamed of. You're not hurting anyone. But yeah, have a lovely week.